Hello guys and welcome back to another episode. As always, I am so happy that you're here and I hope you're all happy, safe and well. So, another Formula One video and now that we have holidays in the Formula One world, I thought that it was the perfect time to react to the first half of the 2022 season. Lots has happened um, and there have been 13 races in that first half and I think another 9 races in the second half. So let's start from the beginning of the 2020 uh, season with the first race in Bahrain. At this point, I have to mention that uh, I started, because I started watching Formula 1 last year in May, and I want to remind to anyone that hasn't been listening to me from the first episode, that I started watching Formula 1 last year in Monaco Grand Prix, and I support Ferrari and Charles Leclerc. So, I do not know many of the tracks. I know the basics and I know pretty much last season's tracks, but from Monaco and Baku and so on. So Bahrain and some other tracks on this year's calendar, I have no idea how they look like. I have heard of them. I have seen some videos on YouTube uh, and some clips from specific races but other than that I have no idea of statistics of winners of anything so Bahrain was a totally new track for me uh, and I have to say that I loved it the the place the track itself beautiful the night race I loved it even more so uh, first win of the season Charles wins it and for me, as a Charles and Ferrari fan, it was the best thing. And not only Ferrari win the first race of the season, but they finished a 1-2. So I think it was the best ever start of the season for it, Fozzi. Uh, Max, unfortunately, with, with Checo, they both had DNFs. So... For Red Bull, the season started awfully with rehabilitation issues. It was a nightmare, and I think that I, I speak for the Red Bull fans, even though I'm not a one, that that to the NFs hurted a lot. Uh, I forgot to mention earlier that in this episode, I will only be reacting to that first half of the season as a Ferrari fan. So I will speak more about Ferrari. And because our rivalry is with Red Bull, I will speak also about Red Bull. Uh, and a little bit about Mercedes, I do not know. But if you would like to see me do another episode reacting to what the other teams did, the midfields and the lowest, please let me know on my Instagram uh, so I can like organize an episode just for them. So I continue with the second uh, race of the season, Saudi Arabia. Uh, personally, I do not like the track. 
because it is too narrow. Literally, I'm getting so anxious watching the cars driving at that track. I'm literally like, oh my god, they're gonna crash. And Mick Schumacher had a terrible crash there. And yeah, I do not like the track, but <laughs> it's on the calendar, so what can I do about it? Uh, Max won. I expected uh, for Max to win it, to be honest. Uh, but in both Bahrain and Saudi Arabia, we have some crazy and wonderful battles with Max and Charles. I love them. And they were super clean. The respect was amazing. Uh, the two of them were the best, literally. Uh, Charles came second. I think Carlos was the third. I do not remember. And Checo was fourth. Checo got the pole in Saudi Arabia, whereas Charles got pole in Bahrain. Now that I've remembered. Uh, in Bahrain that Charles won. I think it was redemption from 2019 that I know Charles got his first pole position from the one there but his engine had a problem on the race day and finished third, I do not remember and had like the famous team radio what's going on with the engine and fun fact he even joked about it on this year's Bahrain on the last corner of the race, uh, said to his engine that there's something wrong with the engine and literally gave a heart attack to his engineer. But yeah, I think I've spoken a lot about Bahrain. Move on to Australia, third uh, race of the season. And uh, to where I live, the practices were at 6 a.m. in the morning. So on Friday, I woke up at 6 a.m. and literally on 8, at 8 a.m. I had school and I, I was uh, taking an exam at that day. So I was like, mm, yeah, okay, it's okay. I'm going to woke up at 6 a.m. and later go, later on and go to school. So I was like, so Charles do not disappoint me this weekend. So I will wake up. That's early for you, but please do not disappoint me. And he did not disappoint. He got the pole, he won the race, so I am more than happy about it. And uh, it was also a new track for me. Loved it, with the lake in the middle of the track. In the middle. How in, how am I going to describe it? I mean, it's the lake, and around the lake is the track. I think that's the best description. So... Later on, we have Italy, Imola, um, a, a Ferrari circuit. Uh, so every Tifosi expected Charles and Ferrari to win. We wanted them to win. Unfortunately, it did not go our way uh, because Max got the pole, but that's okay. We had, I think, our first spring race at the track. Uh, and then Charles did a mistake when he was P2 and for, unfortunately he finished P6 if I remember correctly not a nice day but mistakes happen everyone does them so uh, we expected that from now uh, on everything would be better and we wouldn't have a problem so I think by then we were still P1 in the championship so we did not have any problems at all so round 5 
Miami, United States. New track, completely new track for everyone. It was a nice track. I can't say that I loved it or appreciate it, but it was a nice track. I think the fake marina with the, the fake sea and the yachts was a little too much, but this is America we're talking about. Uh, I'm sorry if I offend anyone from the United States. That's not my point. Uh, every country has its culture, so that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm only uh, comment on the track and the and how it was decorated. Nothing about the people itself or the country. So um, Charles got the poll again. This man this year has got so many polls, but the wins that he got is an, a huge and another different story that it's a, it's a really painful one that I'm not going to comment here or now, maybe later on. Um, and yeah, Charles got the pole. Unfortunately, Ferrari did not have the pace to win the race. It, it's okay. We got P2, a nice podium with, uh, I think, the first cool down room in in years or after covid i don't know uh so we had a nice a really nice content we have mclaren with the crazy shirts both lando and daniel with um uh, how is it called the presenter yeah sorry i do not remember his name but you know everyone knows the iconic walk between lando daniel and that tv presenter that I do not remember his name right now. So, after Miami, we go to Spain. Carlos Sainz Home Grand Prix. I, I Also, a new track for me. Um, it was a nice track. It was a pretty nice track. And I've learned that in that track, pole position was very important. So I'm like, okay, Charles, do your best and get pole position so you can win the race um on sunday and that was exactly what he did even though on the first uh part i can say in q3 he spun out of the track and i was like what are you doing charles but i was like no he will he will get his fast lap there is no way on earth he would lose it and begun on p9 but at that point i wasn't sure if he was going to be uh, on pole, I was I was one hundred percent sure that he was going to do an amazing lap, but I didn't know if it, it would be enough uh, for him to beat Max. And on that point, he did it. He beat Max. He got the pole, and I was like, oh, he's the god of pole positions. Second pole in a row. I was like, yes, let's go, let's go, let's beat Max on Sunday. And uh, fun fact, on that day, I was actually studying history for my summer exams at, at school. And I had so much to learn. But I was like, no, Charles and Formula 1 is far more important. And I had a break and I was like, no, I'm going to watch it. History can come later. But yeah, Sunday disappointed us a lot. Charles had a problem with his engine, so he did not finish his 
um, this race. He did not win. Max won. Yeah, it was not a really nice part of that season, but it's okay. We can we can overcome this. And we all thought that we would come back stronger because round seven was Monaco Grand Prix. Monaco, a painful, painful, painful memory for every Charles Leclerc fan and even Charles. Because Charles had never finished his home Grand Prix. Not even once. Either he would crash or he would have a mechanical failure or like last year that he did not even start the race because he crashed at qualifying and his gearbox on race day had a huge problem so he couldn't race. Literally, the whole Monaco Grand Prix weekend had me on edge from the from Friday on the first practice to Sunday on the race. I was so, so, so anxious. Like, no, 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 he's gonna, he's going to crash, he's gonna do something, he's, he's going to do... Literally, I was on edge the whole hour on every session. And every yellow or red flag that we had, I was like, Charles, Charles did it. Where is he? Throw us. But thankfully, the practices went really good. I think Charles was first on most of them. I don't remember. And then qualified comes. And I was like, Charles, do not push. Only push when it's necessary. And on Q1, I was I was too anxious. On 2Q, again, the exact same thing. And I remember Yuki had crashed somewhere or he'd done something and we had a red flag. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Charles did it. Tell me that Charles did not crash or something. And they did not show us who crashed or who did the thing. And they showed the Ferrari garage. It was like, no. Charles did it, but thankfully, not thankfully that Yugi crashed, but thankfully that it wasn't Charles. So Q2 comes, it passes, okay, and then Q3. Actually, in Q3 I was pretty calm, I do not know why. Uh, why. Like, okay, relax, it's okay, he's in Q3, he's gonna do great. And he did, he got the pole, because a faster lap than he already had, did, had done but Checo crashed and Carlos then crashed in Checo so I was like no red flag stop the session draws of ball second uh pole in Monaco last year this year and third pole in a row really good on Saturday the nightmare came on Sunday rain let's not comment on the delay start uh, but it's okay, we start to Charles first, everything is going amazing, and then Ferrari said, let's box Charles, but then let's stay, let's say to him, stay, stay out. Literally, I was watching the race, and I think I'm speaking for every T4G right now, we're like, what is going on? Because I cannot say another word. This strategy was awful, was more than awful. Like, oh, what what are they doing? Why are they not thinking? Why? Why did they pit Charles when Carlos was pitting? But yeah, that question 
was never answered. I left it there because I was like, there is no way. Ferrari, they only made a mistake once. No, no, there is no way. They're going to improve. They're going to come back stronger. I think at this point we were second in the championship or even third. I do not remember. But we were not first. Baku comes. As always, we get we go the poll on Saturday. But then, mm-hmm, on Sunday, Charles ending said, bye-bye, I'm out of here. And just like that, Charles did not finish the race. I only want to say something about the good one, the positive one about that weekend, that Charles got the pole position. He is the only driver that he's got a consecutive, how is it called the word? The two times in a row in that track. I was like, yeah, that was super good. I did not age well. Then we have Canada. Canada, round nine. When Charles got the penalty because he changed engine, he changed other components, so he was starting at the back of the grid. And I was like, yeah, this is getting better and better this season. At this point, we were all starting to realize that this this wasn't going to end well for us, but we still had hope. So Charles, of course, he did not get the pole, Max did, and... Um, yeah, he starts slowly, slowly at the back of the grid and slowly, slowly, slowly climbs back to fifth position, if I remember correctly, or fifth or sixth position, I do not remember. Of course, Ferrari had to mess up the strategy again, but thankfully they messed up a little this time. Now, after Canada, we had Silverstone. I love the track because last year, uh, Charles got... Uh, a podium there and actually it was my first podium that I chose and I was very happy even though I was not happy that he lost the win but of course very happy that he managed to finish P2. Uh, before I continue I have to say that uh, I haven't seen before the track of Canada and I think it was a basic track. I don't know if uh, my opinion is correct or not, but it was an okay track. Not the best one, not the most awful one. So, I continue with Silverstone. Carlos got his first pole there, really positive. Uh, Charles was, I think, second or third, I do not remember. And uh, everything started pretty well. Max had the problem, so he he dropped back to P9. And Charles was leading the race, Carlos was second or third. And it all looked like Charles was going to win the race. Unfortunately, we had the safety car and Ferrari preferred to keep Charles out and pit shines. So Charles, after the safety car, got himself in a position where he had cars behind him with fresh tires when he was in used tires and he had to defend against them. Of course, he couldn't defend and he dropped back to P4. Many of you may say that P4 is a really good place. No, when you're fighting for the championship, it's not a good 
place and a position because when your rival is that low you really need to win you really need to cut the uh the difference in the points so Charles should have won the race I do not know if Charles should have won the race instead of Carlos I'm happy that Carlos did it but I have some conflicts about this issue I may address them in the, in another episode but yeah I know that I will get so many fans angry if I'm going to open my mouth on this so I will not do it right now I will maybe do another episode just discussing about Silverstone then Austria came Austria for me is my favorite track from last year the scenery the location the track itself I loved it literally it's my favorite track even though it's a Red Bull track I love it I love it because the location is amazing mm. I, I can't say even more about Austria I love it so I was sure that Charles was going to do good but I was 100% sure that Max was going to win the race because it is an easy track to overtake I was like no there is no way Charles was going to win Max was going to win I was 100% sure there we had our second sprint race and I think that it was my most frustrating sprint that I've ever watched having the two Ferraris fight uh, got me so much angry again I will not talk about it because I do not want to get angry right now and yeah I don't know I don't know if it was Charles fault Carlos fault Matthias fault I do not know uh, for once on Sunday Ferrari were perfect when I say perfect I mean perfect car strategy tires everything everything looked so good Charles finished first after after Australia after so long Max second even though he would have finished third if Carlos ending wouldn't have blow because Carlos should would have finished second but that things happen then our hopes we're like, yeah, okay, let's go. We still have hope for that championship. We may still win it. Maybe that was an illusion. But then we have France. Paul Ricard. If I say that name correctly. I hate the track. Sorry for everyone that loves this track, but personally, I hate it. It's the worst track on earth. What should I comment first? the traffic i do not understand the reason why so many people like this trophy but i hate it the gorilla trophy the 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 blue and the red lines on the track what is that it's 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 a headache literally i i hate the track no 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 the location of the track no i hate the track and i was literally going to that weekend with the worst mental mentality was like no there is no way on earth we're gonna win forget about that win no no i may i may have jinxed it but i do not know i was like yeah if he gets a pole we would be so lucky but do not expect a win uh we got the pole on the end but charles made a mistake 
take along with something else uh, that happened with the throttle. He crashed and he did not finish the race. I would remember for all my life that scream of his, the no, the desperation in his voice, the anger, the disappointment, everything. Uh, literally, I, I, I think I've heard someone say that this uh, scream should have been private and it shouldn't have been like published on the public and I totally agree with that. It should have, I, it should have stayed private. It, I think, it was a moment that Charles wanted to stay to keep control for himself. Moving on, the last race of the first uh, half of the twenty twenty two season, Hungary. I know the track. I kind of like the track. It's okay, it's a normal track, and yeah, I didn't have much hope. Basically, no. At least. A race, I had so much hope, I was like, everything is going to be okay. I still had hope for the championship. Yeah, it was the worst thing that I could have done. Because we didn't get the pole, Russell did. It was a really huge surprise. But congratulations on Russell that got the pole. And uh, we begin the race. At some point, Charles was leading, everything was really looking good. And then strategy again, strike once more. And really Ferrari decided to end the championship there because Charles finished P6 and there is no way on earth that we can win this championship this year. No, either the driver's championship and the constructors. There is no way on earth because Max is 80 points in front of Charles and Red Bull is I think 97 points in front of Ferrari so yeah I do not know even if Ferrari wins the last nine races if it would be enough I do not know but yeah I think that we should as Ferrari fans we should say bye bye to the championship this year and yeah focus on the 2023 season Many mistakes from Ferrari. Literally, I've heard people say that we shouldn't criticize them because it's not helping them. But my opinion on that is that we really need to tell them what is going on, where they make mistakes, because we need, we need to wake them up because the drivers are doing everything they can. And the strategies uh, are not, are not following. I do not know what's happened. I I do not care. I just want solutions, and I do. I want for Ferrari to fix it, because I have to say something that I I think personally, literally Ferrari after after Spain. I should say they're not acting like a team that has won 16 constructors championship and 15 drivers championships and is a historic team they are they are acting like it's their first year in formula one and they do not know what they're doing because i can do and i think every single person can do a far better strategy i do not want 
to criticize the people itself, the persons, because they're trying. But yeah, the, there is really a need for a change. You know, I do not want to be hard. And of course, I do not want to say bad for the people themselves. But yeah, as if it is it forcey, it really hurts. You know, because it's betrayal for your own team. Because there was a time that Charles had to beat Max. And his his only rival was Max. But after some time, Charles' only rival was Ferrari. And yeah, it was really disappointing. I think, and I want to believe that in the second half of the season, this is going to change. I do not know. First half of the season was very disappointing as a Ferrari fan. Of course, we had the four wins, Bahrain, Australia, Great Britain and Austria. These were amazing fights, amazing wins, podium celebrations and all that. But all the other 10, no, no, sorry, nine races were like a nightmare that I really, really want to forget, especially some specific races. Like, yeah, no, we really need to change them. I have to say a big congratulations to Red Bull because this year they will, they are excellent on every single race. I have to praise their strategist, Hannah. She is fantastic. She is doing her job incredibly well. And I think, to be honest, Ferrari needs a person like Hannah. To save the whole situation. But yeah, I have to to give credit to Red Bull. And also Mercedes. Because they started awful. At the, first of the, se- at the start of the season. And they're almost second in the constructors. And they're almost able to win Ferrari. Which shouldn't be happening. But yeah. That's, an or- that's a story for another time. This was the episode. I don't, I don't want to talk any more about the first half of the season. I want to start uh, the second half in Belgium with a nice fight from Ferrari, even if I don't believe that they're going to fight, but yeah, it's okay. Um, That was the episode for today, guys. I hope you like it. Tell me if you had another opinion on some races or events at some point. And yeah, I'm really way I'm really looking forward to hear your opinion. Follow me on every platform you're listening this episode to and on Instagram. I hope you're all doing okay and I cannot wait to see you on the next episode. Bye guys.